This is Darren Davis, founder and senior leader of the Harbor Church in South Florida, and you are listening to the Harbor Church Podcast. For more information about this podcast and others, visit us online at harborchurch.org. Enjoy the podcast. Remember, I'm like aged wine. Let me hear you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey, you know what? Um, we're family. You guys know that. Actually, there's a few that I saw raise their hands. It's your first time. We are family here. I want you to take a second. I know that Savannah invited us to, to say hi to somebody, to fist bump or to high five or something. Will you take a second right now and turn to somebody and just say good morning to them? Say it with a smile on your face. Say it with a smile. My goodness. Keep saying good morning. Keep saying like like if somebody, if you're sitting by yourself and somebody is, you see them out of the corner of your eye, get up and just lean over and say, good morning. This is actually very purposeful. Good morning. Hey, you know, we have spent... You don't have to have any prophetic gifting to realize that we have spent the last year and a half in a very different time. Like actually getting up, saying hello to somebody, giving them a hug, looking them in the eye, unmasked, and just how are you? Like that type of connection it has been a lot less available in the last 18 months than it we were used to it in any of our lifetimes before. Would you guys agree? Yeah. And I wanna honor, of course, the gravity of what's been going on the last 18 months, but I wanna remind us who we are. That we are a people that have a call on our lives. And that call is one to impact the world around us. And you know, I, I thought this was funny that we're actually gonna talk today about kingdom impact, about your call, my call to impact the world. And I was like, yeah, we have 30 minutes. Whoa, that's a good topic. We'll just dive right in. I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of it. Are you kidding me? We are called to impact the world for the glory of God. You and I are different. You and the people, look again at the people around you. You guys, we are all unique. We have all different gift mixes. God has given us different dreams and desires. He has put skill sets on our lives. He has put us into different places, into different spaces. Yet the call on all of our lives remains the same, impact. That might be happening in your home, that might be happening in the foster care uh, lane. It might be happening in the marketplace. It might be happening in the, the global church your, or your community church. It doesn't matter where. It doesn't matter how old, how young, how big, how small, what color, what gender. All of us have a call to impact the world for the glory of God. The declaration from heaven over my life and yours is the same. 
impact. Impact. Actually, I just saw a picture, one of the ways God speaks to me. You know when um, somebody's hooked up to a heart monitor and it goes like this? I just saw it when I said that. Impact. 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 That's one of the heartbeats in the heavenlies that's being spoken over my life and yours. We were designed for impact. But there's a dilemma. There is a dilemma. There is a war that's being waged to keep you, to try and keep you. It's a battle in the spirit that's trying to keep you and to try and keep me from being truly successful. So here's what I'd like to do today. I'd like to do three things. I'd like to start off by giving a definition of the word impact, not just because I like words, but because it's a call that all of us have. So we might as well be on the same page and understand what God is actually trying to say to us through that definition. And then I'd like to bring a little bit more understanding to the war that's waging against you right now. And then the last thing that I wanna do is I wanna take a moment, take more than a moment. That's where I'd like to camp the most of our time today. I'd like to take some time and to, to explore kingdom impact, to bring some revelation on what it means, kingdom impact, what it means, the power behind it, and how you can tap into that power on your own outside of a church expression like this to be successful in what God's called you to do. Are we there? You guys ready to go with me? All right. Holy Spirit, pray with me for a second. Holy Spirit, I thank you for what you started in worship. I thank you for, I am literally just jumping on your bus, Holy Spirit, and I am following the lead of my friends who led us in worship. It is the same thread. I hear, I see, I saw it from the beginning. You started something as they began to play and sing, as Savannah spoke, and now I'm just coming behind. You are speaking one message today, and I'm asking that you would come forth and you would bring impartation and activation in the name of Jesus. Today is a day for impartation and activation. So God, I ask you in humility to take my offering and to be have your full way with it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so let's do this. So let's, there it is. Before you ask, he will give you what you have. I was just about to ask for that very slide up there. So impact, let's read it together. For the sake of those who might be watching online, you can hear my voice as we just say it out loud. So impact means the force or impression of one thing on another. It's to have a strong, it's to, uh, to have a significant or major effect, to have a strong influence on a situation or a person. Okay, so let's dissect that for a minute. Can we keep that up? I want us to, what does that mean? That's great. That's a bunch of words. I can sit there for a second with you and we can look at it. I don't wanna look at it. I wanna give God an opportunity to really talk to us and give us understanding of what he wants us to see from that, de from that definition. So here's what I wanna say. You have a call, I have a call on our lives. And the intended effect of our lives is to... Look at the definition there. It's to leave an impression 
of God and his way of doing things on the world around you. It's for you and I to have to be of strong influence to bring a strong influence to the relationships, the circumstances and the situations that we are a part of. Are you guys following me? Okay. But there is that dilemma I mentioned earlier. There is a war to capture your attention, to win your affection, and to hijack, that's a word, to hijack your kingdom impact. I want you to think about something. in the realm of having our attention captured. Savannah, again, this morning, the worship team was singing about it and Savannah was confirming it with what she was saying. If the enemy can get our attention on everything, hear me, if the enemy can get our attention on everything, it actually pulls our level of impact, our ability to impact the one or two things that God has put directly in front of us. If the enemy can get our attention, my attention on everything, how much is left in the realm of impact for the one or two things that God has right in front of me? You know, we are a generation, I was thinking about this the other day, I'm gonna let you into my brain and some of you guys are gonna be like, wow. I actually do think things like this all the time. Um, But I was thinking the other day, we are the first generation that has ever had access to all the information, global information at at, at the tip of our fingers, right? Like if before our generation, if somebody was gonna get information about somebody else on the other side of the globe, God was giving it to them through prophetic vision. Now, hear me, we we want to be responsible. We don't wanna not know what's going on in the world around us. And we are, if you are born again, you are, you have this, this spirit of God living on the inside of you. We are made to be, we are compassionate people. We are made to function out of compassion. But if the enemy can get all my attention on all these other things, it is very difficult for me to show up full to be able to impact the one or two things that are directly in front of me that God has placed there. We need wisdom. Is there anybody in the room? Let's bring it closer to home. So in the last 18 months, remember, we're talking about the war, the dilemma, what's battling to keep us from successful kingdom impact. Capturing our attention is where we are right now. So what has come in the last 18 months to capture your attention? 
I know big picture in the last year and a half. Um, things like, let's see, where did we start? Well, we started with a highlight on great injustice 18 months ago. And then we moved to the introduction of a global pandemic. And then we had endless bantering um, between political parties. And now more recently, we have the chaos in Afghanistan. We have the fires that are burning up our West Coast. We have the storms that have hit the East Coast. Do I need to go on? There are lots of things that are at war, that are fighting in the spirit realm to capture your attention, to capture my attention. And the tie-in to attention is that it leads to affection. I'm going to talk about that in just a sec. But I want to ask you this. What has been fighting to influence your heart this season? I think uh, Savannah mentioned weariness twice. I'm telling you, weariness has fought me over these last 18 months. I love what I do. I love who I am in Jesus. I wouldn't be anybody else. Wouldn't want to be anybody else. But honestly... Having three parents pass in a 12-month period of time, I needed to be tapped into the power I'm going to talk to you guys about in a few minutes. And you need it too. I don't know if it's weariness. I don't know if what's, trying to be what's tried to influence your heart is weariness. If it's offense, if it's been judgment, fear, mistrust. Listen, there's good news in this message. Don't think that I'm camping out here. But we need to be wise as serpents at the same time as being gentle as doves. We need to understand for real the battle that is waging in the spirit against people, not just the church, so that we can have compassion and actually be able to have something of impact to go and give away to other people. It is not weak in the sense of being unfaithful, for you to be honest about what's been influenced, trying to influence your heart. It is actually healthy if you get an understanding of it and maybe have a friend or two that has kingdom-minded thinking that you are in a safe place with that you can sit down and you can start sharing these things with. We are going to get healthier. I'm gonna talk about that in a minute as well because on the inside, that's where real kingdom impact is, is, is like the level, the level goes up or down. Health on the inside. Why is the answer to the question that I hope I wasn't shouting? You know, I said I didn't want to be anybody else, and I don't. But something that sometimes bothers me about me is when I feel the Lord come on me, I yell. And that's not really what I want to do. I've had really good friends that they say to me, and I'll go in the back and I'll be like, why, why was I yelling again? And they're like, it's okay. We love that about you. And I'm like, I'm glad somebody does. But the poor guy, Ben, on the mic, it's like, Julie. Julie, anyhow, 
Actually, where was I? Oh, why is it so important? Why is it so important to really get to the place where we can understand what's been trying to influence our hearts? In part, it's because the Bible says that where your treasure is, your your heart will be also. So treasure simply speaks of value. It's where we're placing our focus. I wanna give you, um, for those of you who are just visiting, I love, uh, I, I love like poetry. Not so much as in poems, but in like sometimes just the way that in my own dialogue with the Lord, it, it sounds a little bit more poetic than, than maybe some people are used to. So I don't want to, uh, I don't want to miss the opportunity to just be fully me up here. So, um, so I want to give you a poetic version, a more poetic version, um, a summation of what I just talked about with that war. Okay. So, so grant me that. So the description of what's happening, that, that war that's being waged in the spirit, again, to, to capture our attention, hear the words, it's warfare, right? To capture our attention, to win our affection, and to hijack us being successful at this, this call to bring kingdom impact. So here's your, po- here's your poetry. There is a battle being raged in the spirit for the affection of the human heart. Because everything in the spirit realm knows that love is the most powerful force in the universe. And affection stems from attention, which eventually leads to impact. Let me rephrase it and say it to you this way. If attention can be captured, impact is imminent. If attention can be captured, impact is imminent. Let me give you two big picture examples. The first one is gonna be Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Their attention was captured by a voice other than the Lord's. And it led them to a space that they weren't supposed to go to. Was it impactful? It was very impactful. The other example is Jesus when he walked to the planet. His attention was captured also, but it was captured by the voice of the Father. It was captured by the heart of the Lord. For his will for his life, and his dream for all the people that walked around him. His attention being captured led to great impact as well. Would you not agree? I hear God saying, remember the heart. Remember the heart. Remember the heart, remember the heart. Why? Because out of the heart flow all the issues of life. And your life matters to me, God says. 
I'm having Julie up here belaboring these points so that you can sit in my presence just a little bit longer because it's not gonna be her words or anybody else's that transforms your human heart. It's gonna be mine, says the Spirit of the Lord. So he has me sitting here in your presence giving you the grace of patience with me to sit just a little bit longer so that you can hear again deep in your spirit what he's desiring to say. Your life matters to him. Your heart matters to him. And he knows what the last year and a half has been like. But your call hasn't changed. And I know, I believe that every single person that he is hearing the sound of my voice right now, they all desperately desire to stand before the Father one day in glory and say, and hear, job very well done. We need to know what's captured our attention because it influences our heart. You know, um, we are, if you are visiting today for the first time, you wouldn't know, but we are in the middle of a series called Impacting Your World. And that phrase, impacting your world, it speaks of an outward movement. But what does the Bible tell us about God? He looks at the heart. Impacting your world speaks of an outward movement. But the father, does he want the whole world? Is he going after the whole world? Oh, he is gonna get the whole world in the name of Jesus. Thank you, we know how it ends. But on our watch... When he says, I have a call on your life to impact the world. And I stand up here and I say to you, that sounds like outward movement to me. And we all agree, but God is looking at the inside. He's looking at the meditations and the movements of our heart. Like I said earlier, there is a direct correlation to what's going on the inside of you and on the inside of me to the level of impact, kingdom impact we actually have on the planet. There's been a lot of things that have impacted our families and friends, our neighborhoods and our workspaces and not all of them have been positive. But you and I are called to be positive agents of change on the planet. We were created, designed for impact, for the glory of God. So let's talk about kingdom impact. We have a few more minutes here. Are you guys still with me? Let me hear you. All right, all right. Let's talk about the power behind kingdom impact and how you can tap into it. Remember, that's what I said when I first opened. How can we, like, I love gatherings, but how can we tap into this? How can you tap into that power that's behind true kingdom impact? How can you and I tap into that when we're not in places like this? How can we tap into it when we're raising a family and things are going sideways? I'm a mother of a 26-year-old. Things can go sideways, and you can still love the Lord. 
and the mothers in the room laugh. It's real. What does that look like to be able to tap into that power for kingdom impact as you're running an organization? As you're, as you're out on, as a first responder, out on our, on our streets and our, in our neighborhoods, helping people in life and death situations. What does that look like to be able to tap into the power behind kingdom impact? We need to know this stuff. And the beautiful part is, as somebody mentioned earlier in worship, is that it's not hard. It might take a little practice, but it's not hard. God is good. All right, so here's what I wanna do. I wanna bring, I wanna bring three scriptures. I'm gonna read them back to back. I think I'm gonna read them back to back. And then I'm gonna give you just one takeaway and then we're gonna explore it for a little while. Remember, we're going after the way that we can um, tap into this power to be successful at the call, to be world changers in the power of God. All right, so the first scripture that I wanna read to you is John 15, five. Savannah actually uh, highlighted it earlier today. So that's where Jesus says, I am the sprouting vine and you're my branches. As you live in union with me as your source, fruitfulness will uh, stream from within you. But when you live separated from me, you are powerless. Jesus goes on to speak of the Holy Spirit in John 16, seven, and he says this. Here's the truth. It's to your advantage that I go away. For if I don't go away, the divine encourager will not be released to you. But after I depart, I will send him to you. Last scripture, 1 Corinthians 6, 17. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. If you get nothing else from today, I would love for you to walk away with this point. The power of your impact is living out of oneness. The power of your impact, the power of my impact, kingdom impact, is living out of oneness. You know, I was um, thinking this morning, I got all excited just now, because I remembered what I was doing. I was thinking this morning and God showed up and I'm like, I love this. Um, I was thinking about three things. I was thinking about, and I'll pull them together. Don't get lost in my puzzle pieces here that I'm about to throw out. So I was thinking about Psalm 139, David in Psalm 139. I was thinking about um, Peter in Acts, for those of you who take notes, 515. And then um, what was the last one I was thinking about? Um, Oh, uh, Luke, when he wrote in Acts 17, 20, something he wrote in Acts 17, 28. So let me pull them all together for you. Um, here's where we're going. Again, it's the power of your impact is living out of oneness. So David, a man ahead of his time, okay, David was, I love David. David was a man ahead of his time. He was a man after God's own heart, right? But David actually tapped into things before they were actually slated to come down to the earth and actually happen. That's something that lovers of God can do underneath a lesser covenant. They can get up there and they can tap into things in the heart of God and say, oh, that's in your heart to happen one day. How about we do it together now? And they start pulling on it with their love and affection. They start pulling on it with their lifestyle of, of connection. It was unlawful 
one in the day that David lived. Unlawful for anybody other than a priest to be in the presence of God all the time, to be in the, the raw presence of God. Yet there he was, and he didn't go by himself. He brought a couple hundred friends, prophetic worshipers with him. And they sat in the presence of the God. Listen, that's how you got most of your Psalms in your Bible. A bunch of hungry ones that tapped into something before it's time. God changed the timeline because he said, look at that, they're hungry. They're hungry. It's in my heart anyhow. I'll move it forward. How'd you like to impact the world that way? I'm screaming again. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yep, I'm screaming again. All right, so that wasn't even where I was going. So David, David, Psalm 139. So that's David's deal. That's the man that David is. That's the context of the backdrop that I want you to hear what I'm about to say through. So David in Psalm 139, in the beginning part of the Psalm, he talks about this oneness. He talks about whether he's laying in his bed or he's sitting or he's walking whether he is up in the highest heavens, like the best, the mountaintop experiences of life, or he is in the valley, it feels like hell. No matter where he goes. Listen, he was talking about oneness with God, oneness, intimate connection, so tight that before he could even think a thought, get it as a word formed on his tongue and speak it out loud, God knows it all together. He talks about being so connected in intimacy with God that he actually, I'm gonna say it this way, where do you stop and I begin? That was in a lesser covenant. Now I'll go to the book of Acts, the two that I said earlier, uh, 5.15. We've got Peter so connected in his understanding of the finished work of the cross, so connected in relationship, walking in oneness. Remember the, what we're going after. It's the, uh, the power of your impact is living out of oneness. Peter's so connected in that place of oneness, which is a gift of grace, 1 Corinthians six seventeen, through the finished work of Jesus, that wherever he walks, when the sun hits him a certain way and his shadow shows, people get healed of sickness and disease. Talk about walking in oneness and impacting the world for the kingdom of God. Come on. Luke writes in Acts, the last one, 17, 28. It's out of this place of oneness with God that we live, that we move, and that we have our very being. This is your call. This is my call. How do you tap into that power on your own? Well, first you gotta recognize that it's there. <laughs> gotta recognize it's available. Should I scream louder? <laughs> it's there, it's a gift of grace. You have to recognize it and you have to receive it. So if you're sitting in the room or you're listening to the sound of my voice at another time, I wanna tell you that Jesus wants to be one with you. Jesus Christ wants to be one with you. He loves you so much, he wants to be one with you. You just have to receive him. And everything I'm talking about will start to happen in a nanosecond of time. And then what do you do after you recognize it? You begin cultivating it. You begin cultivating intimacy and dependency on Holy Spirit of your own volition. 
Can't have your pastor do it. Can't have some preacher do it. Can't have some prophet do it. You can't have your mom do it. Can't do it for your kids. You can stand and pray real good though. You gotta cultivate poetry again. You have to cultivate a conscious connection to God as your source. That's the only thing I'm telling you in my, that one year when I lost three of my parents, we lost three of our parents. I'm not up here preaching it to everybody all this time, but I was going through it. And I know some of you have too. You've suffered loss this year. And God knows it as well. Your heart again and your life, they matter to him. The things that you've been processing in your heart, they matter to him. But he's telling you here, your call is to impact the world for my glory and the way that you're gonna do it, the power behind it is by cultivating conscious connection cultivating, practicing day after day in your own way what my son has already freely given you just because of grace, because I love you. Are you guys with me? All right. We're getting ready to, we're getting ready to wrap this up. We're gonna have the band come up in just like five minutes or less. Um, I wanna... I wanna share this with you and I'm gonna say it, I won't scream because I don't want it to sound brash. I wanna humbly submit something to you guys. I wanna submit that we can talk and even teach what we know. We can. We can talk to other people about it face-to-face, on social media. We can teach it, podcasts, YouTube channels in a church setting like this. We can talk and teach what we know, but we can only impart what we live. God is looking for friends. Heaven is full of servants and it's good. But the father was after something way deeper than that. He was after love. He was after intimacy. He was after oneness. Who will be a friend of God? You were created and placed on the planet, I was placed on the planet for a time such as this because we have the capability in oneness out of our conscious connection with the Trinity through the finished work of Jesus to be friends of God who bring his, what was the definition again? That actually leave an impression of the Father and the Son and their way of doing things on the world around us. There are plenty of things, uh, let me not say it that way. Let me leave that one alone. No, let me say it. There have been, I'm probably not the only one 
that has that has seen that in the last year and a half, there are lots of people that, as well-intended as they might be, are leaving a very strong, trying to make a strong impression of what they believe um, to, Im to impact the world around them. They're, 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 they're yes. <laughs> but if it's not being done where we can feel the presence of God, the nature of God through it, or see it being done in his way, that's not kingdom impact. That's not kingdom impact. That means that your gift, your call has been hijacked by the adversary and Holy Spirit wants to get it back. And so here's what I wanna do. Can I have you guys come up? Here's what I wanna do. We have a couple of things that have to get done. We're gonna do ministry time. We're gonna let Holy Spirit do some ministry here today, okay? It's not a new thing. We do that every week. But I mean, I like, I want us together up here. Um, but if you have children, you need to pick your children up by 1130, okay? And Andrew is making his way out to the lobby because he has told you that he is gonna be out there. And if you have any part of your call, impact the world, if you're feeling it, you need to go out and meet with him before he leaves the, the property today. And then lastly, we are gonna have our Harbor at Home leaders, if you will, in the next couple of minutes, get up and go to the um, tables at the back of the room. We wanna give you an opportunity to sign up for a Harbor at Home uh, small group because those launch next Sunday. That's a lot of info. Come back here with me. We wanna give Holy Spirit the opportunity to minister. You were created for kingdom impact but remember, there's a progression. Attention leads to affection and affection eventually leads to impact. So I want us to give our attention to the Lord together, together. I want us to give our attention to the Lord. I wanna invite the Spirit of God to awaken a desire in everyone that can hear the sound of my voice, to awaken a desire in you to live consciously connected to Jesus as your life source. And out of that place to live of your own volition, dependent on the spirit of the living God moment by moment so that you can impact the world around you. You know, Jesus paid a high price for this planet. Wouldn't it be wonderful if he got the dreams of his heart and the things that the Father had prophesied to him on our watch? Why don't you stand? Stand with me. In that scripture verse, 1 Corinthians, it, uh, Jesus talked about, in the, the Passion Translation, Jesus talked to, to us about Holy Spirit being a divine encourager. What would it look like to be so connected, consciously connected in your day-to-day -day life that courage came out of your mouth to the people around you because Holy Spirit was possessing who you are? Whoa. Uh, Psalm chapter two says that God is going to, that the father is gonna give Jesus a people group for his possession. 
It is actually biblical to be possessed by Holy Spirit. It is actually biblical to be possessed by Holy Spirit. That's not weird. I'm not doing weird charismatic stuff. That's Bible. Don't be afraid. Seriously. Seriously, don't be afraid. But, but conscious connection, living out of oneness, living union is what you, the world needs. And they're gonna get it. They're slated to get it through you and through me. So if that's something that you want, remember, you can talk and teach what you know, but you only can impart what you live. I heard God say impartation and activation today. If you want more of that in your life, I want you to come up here. You're gonna do business with Holy Spirit. Come, I want you to come up here and then I'm gonna lay hands on some people. It's nothing fancy, but I know the way that I live in secret. And if you live that way too, guess what? You're the ministry team also. We're not gonna talk to anybody. We're just gonna lay hands on people's back. You sit with God in this space. Come on up, come on up. Come on up. It's not magic, God. I thank you that even if people are standing in, their, in the areas of their seats still, they don't, we don't get less than. But I heard you say, impart and activate. So here we are. We are asking you, God, to create a hunger on the inside of us in the name of Jesus. To be people, to be known as people in our spheres of influence, God. To be known as people that are so intimately connected to you that our presence when we walk in rooms changes things for the glory of your name. That the broken and the hurting that are around us, God, not because of our necessarily our wise counsel, but because of our wise choice to seek you and to sit with you in secret time and time again, that that comes off of our frames like it did with Peter and things start to get healed up in other people. We need living union in your own way. Just pray for that. Living union, living union. You guys just minister. You are free to go at any time. We're gonna stay here and minister for a little while. We're expecting Holy Spirit to move and to awaken love in the hearts of everyone in this room. Awaken love. It is the most powerful force in the universe. And you were created to be powerful and to impact the world for the glory of God. So awaken love, Holy Spirit. Come into this place, awaken love in the hearts and minds of every woman and man in this room. Take us, take us to the next place of intimacy, God. In Jesus' name. Thanks for tuning in to the Harbor Church Podcast. I hope that you were enriched, inspired, and blessed by what you heard. Please subscribe on the podcast app and be sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also download our Harbor Church mobile app. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.